Hey everybody, it's Stuart Thompson. I wanted to let you know that I have a brand new comedy album out now. Yes, now. It's called Dandy Man from Radland Records. And you can get it anywhere that you get your albums, including Apple Music, Amazon, Pandora, Spotify, Tidal, and YouTube. I hope you listen to it and I hope you really enjoy it. You can get it anywhere you get your albums. Just look up Stuart Thompson, that's S-T-U-A-R-T, and Dandy Man is the name of the album. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome everyone to the Late Night Podcast with Stuart and Luke. I'm Stuart Thompson. I I, I mean, I, I ain't. That's Luke Schwartz. Uh, we got wow! I really stalled there. Yes, <laughs> yes you did. We got an episode, an episode for you. This is a great episode uh, with our friend Samantha Hale. Sam Hale, she is mm-hmm. a fantastic comedian, and we're going to talk about the world of drag. I was great on this episode. Los Angeles culture, behind the scenes. It's yeah. it's going to be so fun. So get excited for that. She has a great album out right now called "Only Happy When It's Raining Men," and it's going to be a special coming out on. Uh, all the places where you can download your specials, uh, and it's also called Only Amazon, etc. Training Men. Yes, uh, yeah. so that's out with Comedy Dynamics. Check that out. It's out on January twelfth. Uh, if you like our show, awesome! Wow! Thank you. Uh, follow us. What? Get some updates about our show. It's at the L Eight Night Show, the Late Night, the late show, night show on Twitter and on Instagram. Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can follow me at Stuart B. Thompson on all the socials. Uh, my website's... Candy Lad. Stop that. Uh, <laughs> my my album is called Dandy Man, uh, and that's available everywhere. You should go check that out, too, when you're downloading Sam's album, uh, if you haven't already. Uh, mm-hmm. And you can also uh, go to my website, StuartThompsonComedy.com, yeah. for all my updates. Uh, where can they follow you, and Luke? And check me out on Twitter. Luke's on Twitter, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, this is our last episode of the year, Luke. Can you believe that? Wow. Last episode of this year. Yeah, it makes you think. 2020. Yeah. I mean, we, gosh, we've had a, oh gosh. I mean, we talk a lot in this episode about how this year's been a, a dumpster fire, but I feel like there's been some good things about this what? year. We do? Yeah, I mean, we talk a little bit about it. There's been some good things. I mean, Let's do, you know, we should do a year in review. I like that. We should do, no, we should do a, we should do a year in review. Wait. <laughs> we should, <laughs> no, we, okay. no, uh, I mean, let's not talk about the past guests. Let, let's not talk, well, we could talk about which guests were piss poor oh, okay. and we want to do a year in okay, review. Okay, well, all right, so. I, you know, you, what, I, what this year do? in review. This year in review, oh, man, so I, is, is these the best moments? Year in yeah, review. the best moments you like took a piss this year. <laughs> I took it took a little tinkle. I micturated, and I you know, yeah. I drained the lizard. And I've been drinking a lot more water. It's been clear. Oh god, I've been. I haven't drank alcohol in a few weeks now. Oh, any particular reason? Yes. But uh, it has, it's been really, it's been really boring. But my urine has been less discolored, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I've definitely. After a heavy night of drinking, you ever go, whew, I, that is fumes coming out of the yeah, bowl. This, Man, I need, I need to stop that's an, my lifestyle. Right, is this a bathroom break or an exorcism? I can't believe this is the <laughs> the precursor to a good episode. It's so funny. Well, that was our urine review. Yeah, okay. Well, Luke, Luke's, Luke's drinking less and I'm drinking more water. So, you know, this here's to 2021. Yeah. It's coming up, you guys. A lot of Topa Chico, uh, you know, the effervescence in the bowl that you get. <laughs> I wish you still peed carbonated. That would be like, tingly. The level of pressure that it would take <laughs> in your bladder for it to, like, I just swallow a lot of salt and jump up and down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make yourself into a soda stream. Yeah, exactly. That <laughs> sounds good. That's, that sounds possible. It sounds if, good. If we can figure out desalinization, we can definitely figure out how to turn, you know, Luke into a soda stream. <laughs> 
Well, we can't figure out desalinization, so I, we're waiting on tender hooks for yeah, that one. All in due time. Um, but I was I was really funny in this episode. What the fuckers? <laughs> you should enjoy this, Guthrie. Looking at you. All right. Uh, thanks everyone for listening and um, enjoy this episode with Samantha Hale, you guys. Welcome back, everyone. I'm very excited to introduce uh, to our audience, if they don't know already, uh, a very funny friend of mine, Sam Hale. It's nice to see you, Sam. It is nice to see you. Well, see. Yes, uh, <laughs> see as best as we can. Uh, <laughs> virtually, virtually uh, look at your presence. Let's yeah. Oh, and what a dumpster fire this year has been. Am I? <laughs> am I right? <laughs> Not to insult the dumpster fires, but yes. Oh, God. Yeah. No offense to the dumpster fires out there, but this <laughs> year has been bad. Uh, that's how I refer to half of my friends. So, yeah. uh, bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just bad friends. Well, Good. I used to, Sam, I used to see you so often at um, at Mickey's on uh, Santa Monica Boulevard in West Hollywood, where name you drop. ran. Yeah. I'm, I'm picking yeah. that name off, up off the floor. Uh, the, Big, name. Big name. Yeah. I mean, for people who are not, part of you know los angeles and specifically like west hollywood culture you know that is a it's it's a huge venue in the world of like drag performance yeah it's a it's a staple you know in the community especially in, in the drag scene um they've been doing shows there well they they were up until <laughs> dumpster fire year yeah um, but every monday Ugh. it's the kind worst. of like, the worst i know but it was oh, kind man. of um the the goal for a lot of these these young girls who are just starting out in drag they would they'd be like I want to work at Mickey's on a Monday it's like us wanting to do the improv yeah or us wanting to get a spot at the store it's like how do I get a spot at Mickey's? which improv <laughs> the Hollywood one the Kansas okay. City improv Luke <laughs> I mean yeah I hear it's good I mean I would take a spot there right that's what i'm saying <laughs> i just want to work so bad irvine's never- huge irvine is- well mm-hmm. we actually we did um a drag show at the ontario improv which was oh, fun, fun. A-, a brunch there um, been there been there it's lovely it's a big place mm. um it was fun because that was one of ross matthews shows oh so, okay yeah and, and you know everyone loves ross so that was a it was a really good day. Who's the Ross? Yeah. From <laughs> Friends. Do you, do you remember? <laughs> I mean, do you guys remember Ross when he was Ross the intern on The Tonight Show? Yeah, with Jay Leno. Yeah, yeah. I, me- I remember him a little bit. But I mean, I've because, you know, you, with your help, you've opened up uh, Anna's world drag to, doors. you know, <laughs> hit, hit her eyes to the to the world of drag. You know, when we yeah. watch so much Drag Race, I it's hard for me to really see ross in that light and now i just see him as this judge on rupaul's drag race who is you know his fabulous self um yeah it's it's hard to really hard to go back you forget he's a comedian like he's a stand-up you know Uh, yeah that's wild um so what before we get into uh the drag brunch stuff i want to see like how you got involved with uh with mickey's and you know someone who you worked with a long time um through there, Morgan McMichaels, she would host the drag show and then you would run the stand-up show afterward. Like, how did you get into any of that? Um, so I just kind of started, I mean, I've watched Drag Race since season one. I always really loved it. And I didn't know until years later that live drag shows were a thing. I mean, I had a friend that I, a coworker at the time was like, oh girl, we're going over to see the drag show at Mickey's. I said, what? They do shows? So I just kind of... <laughs> Yeah, um, I, so I'd been a couple times, but um, it was just TV. Yeah, I know. Think, you didn't think there was minor leagues at all. You thought no, it was no. zero to one hundred drags. So either you get the Academy Awards or you don't go anywhere. You know? Right? Yeah. yeah, I thought that's how it was with stand-up. To be quite honest, like up until someone showed me what an open mic was, I had no idea that like stand-up just happened places badly. And, and yeah. who doesn't love an open mic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah yeah so years later i started i was working on a, a documentary 
about music, believe it or not, but I thought it'd be really cool to interview one of the queens about how they choose their music and, and how the audience performs and how it affects, you know, the tips that they make or whatever. Um, and so a friend of mine named Dolly Levi, who is incredible, like a legendary drag queen. I, I've known Dolly since I was 16. We were on the oh. Rocky Horror Picture Show cast together. Uh, wow. And all I knew was that there is that a man. What's that? That tracks, yeah. <laughs> I know, it completely does. That <laughs> Everything, so yeah, I'm not phased by anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I feel like not a lot phases you. Well, I'm really cool, calm, collected, you know. <laughs> I, well, I was more thrown that you thought you were watching this show and didn't realize it happened in real life. <laughs> I got I got some sort of I threw you and off. And you knew Rocky Horror. You knew Rocky Horror, but you didn't know about drag shows. That's I very. Know. I was a special child. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just knew that there was a man who played Columbia that was so talented that no one realized it was a man, and that's kind of what I learned what drag was. Um, so yeah, years later, Dolly introduced me to Morgan and said, hey, um, if you want to interview a queen who knows a lot about music, you should interview her. I said, great, thank you. And so I started kind of hanging out. Um, and years after that, one day I was sitting upstairs at, at Mickey's and the manager said, we're thinking of bringing in another show to kind of like for our happy hour, kind of like a, an opening show for our drag show. And so Morgan was nice enough to say, hey, well, listen, you have a comic right here. Duh, like, you know, do that. <laughs> and I yeah. had to convince them though. I put together like a proposal and I really had to earn their trust to get them to let me You had it. to pitch them, baby. It's Hollywood. <laughs> it was very that I had to talk to their people, you see? <laughs> I do. Yeah, but, and it lasted about four years. And then I yeah. moved to Hamburger Mary's, which I was so happy at. And I just started there and then 2020. Yeah. So I pass by Hamburger Mary's every time. I've never, I, I, are the burgers good? The burgers are good. Um, the bar is better. The show is better. The bar is better because you have the, the drinks that come in a leg. Like, do you remember right. the, the lamp from A Christmas Story? No, but I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it comes, I mean, you get hammered and they have margaritas that come out in a bowl that you could put a trout in, you know, it's <laughs> huge. Mm. Um, so that's the fun. And of course the shows are the kind of the highlight of Hamburger Mary. Yeah, I get you now. That is really good to know. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I know that kept you up at night. It was useful. Uh, well, you know, it's hard to get me down. <laughs> Sam, you and you and Luke are both LA born and raised folks. Um, I I, I feel like that has to color your experience of like what what you choose to enjoy out of LA because there's so much stuff that people get blown away by when they first come here. Yeah, but for you that's Leaving just like, LA. It's awesome to see how like everything would be if life was a little worse and everyone was just not as good. <laughs> You know, it's like it, you go anywhere else, you're like, oh, second rate. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Luke, with the punches. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Luke's going to manage our tour schedule when we take this podcast on the mm -hmm. road. We might uh, go to New York City. Security <laughs> <laughs> guard, for sure. Yeah. For sure. It's fine. They know. <laughs> they all know. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize that LA was its own little world until I started traveling, you know, as a teenager, early adult. Like, I didn't realize, oh, we do things real different here. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, live like this in the Midwest. I it's slower living. Uh, yeah. And, and they, they ask you how you are. And they actually are asking you and they wait for an answer. It's really yeah. What's the deal? <laughs> What's the deal with people who care? It's it's like enough already, okay? <laughs> what do you want? My life story? And that's how these people talk sometimes. I mean, gosh. Yeah. Yeah, Sam, do you, do you feel like you get uh, a certain level of, um, I don't know, uh, like you have blinders up to all, like what other people would consider crazy about LA? Um, probably. I mean, you know, people are so excited about the concept of Hollywood itself. And I'm like, oh, you want to go see a bunch of office buildings where people try to get jobs? <laughs> you know, yeah. like not that. I mean, I grew up driving down Hollywood Boulevard and the, the sign and, and the Chinese theater. Like that was just, you know, my backyard, really. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just a landmark. 
Yeah, I mean, it just seems like it's more of a, Hollywood is more of a, a, a idea and a concept and an industry rather than a physical location that people visit. See, when I grew up and in Los Angeles, <laughs> uh, we didn't ever go to anything. I still have never been to Runyon or Griffith. I had like Hollywood, Hollywood Boulevard. I only go if I have to. Right. Never went as a child. Right. We just, <laughs> we just did all the other stuff. Right. Yeah, I the think beach. Only- we did do the beach. Which is nice. We have access to a lot of different beaches. Mm-hmm. Um, but so my family used to have a house behind the Chinese theater, like Franklin up up outpost. Okay. So, yeah. And I spent. You, you know, you see a movie there, and then you want to see another movie like thirty minutes later. It's just, <laughs> are you are you kidding me with this place? <laughs> all right, all right, Luke. <laughs> Honestly, this is one of my best performing episodes. I am crushing it right now. <laughs> I haven't had this much fun since March. <laughs> this is epic. I hope you're getting paid for this. Oh, so much money. I make jokes. This episode is brought to you by our parents' love and support. Wow. Oh, I'm fresh out of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to borrow some, my parents, let me tell you. Handful. There's a lot to go around. Oh, fantastic. Okay. I'll I'll take them up on that. (laughs) Well, and well, your family is also, you know, part of, you know, the, the Hollywood industry uh, for some time. I mean, your grandpa, you know, you've talked openly about your grandpa being on Gilligan's Island. He was the skipper and name drop. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. (laughs) uh, But you've been ingrained in this for a long time. Three hours. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just kind of normal, I guess, for me. I mean, it's still exciting to watch the Academy Awards or to see a, a famous person that you really like their work. Like, sure, it's still cool. Um, but when I, so my uh, my great aunt, who was the skipper's sister, her name was Karen. She was a script supervisor mm. and she worked on incredible movies, like some really, really iconic movies. Boss um, Baby. What <laughs> boss baby? Yeah. If she were alive, she would have totally worked on that. Yeah, obviously. But okay. um, she was pretty much Warren Beatty's right hand woman. Like he, she okay. did all his films. Um, so she, I, I got to go to a couple sets when I was like, you know, twelve, thirteen, and I got to meet some cool people. And you know, it was really, which was very exciting for me, even though I grew up kind of around it. It was still really cool for me to go to the set. Oh, when you're in the home. mix. Yeah. Oh. Gosh, <laughs> electricity. It's it's so, electric. Yeah, so it's still an event for you to-, to... Sure. I mean, it's still fun. But that's also when you're young, things are really fun and exciting. As you get older and you're kind of, you get jaded and you hate life, you're like, oh yeah, oh, look, cool. There's Drew Barrymore, like, cool. <laughs> oh, you don't need to see More that. like Drew Barry no, less. I'm just not going to yeah. go rush up to her and cry when I see her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've got a, a taste of that just working at the comedy store for as long as I did. Where oh, yeah. I, I'm sure you've met tons of people there. Yeah, and I would bring people like a cousin or a, a girlfriend who wasn't in the industry, or I'd bring like a, you know, like my mom would come by and it, there was a lot of like deer cotton headlights moments where oh, it's shit. like, oh, oh I mean the electricity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you that is like, a callback, friends. You see what looks It's electric, <laughs> as, as as Sam said last time. She missed her cue, but that's okay. <laughs> I said the electricity, and you said it's electric, and I thought that was the perfect capper. To, to... We're doing great. We're doing yeah. so good. I mean, we're doing great. The year, though, is a dumpster fire, but the <laughs> right. store, oh, my gosh. And people in the know don't call it the comedy store. It's, it's just simply the store. The comedy store. Oh, 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 sorry. I mean, just, yeah, just yeah. the the comedy club a mile north of the improv. Right. <laughs> Hollywood yes. improv. Can we call this episode Electric Dumpster Fire? Yes. Fantastic. Yes, we can. Uh, the, um, so, so you get involved with Mickey's <laughs> and... You Here comes are... Stuart right back on track. I, know, I love Stuart it. Is <laughs> so like, I feel so like good. I'm in class and you're doing so you are sticking to the syllabus, sir. Yeah, Thank you. I, yeah. I just I wanted to interrupt you to tell you to keep going, man. <laughs> I know. And that and that's the show. Uh, <laughs> um and you so you start meeting all these drag queens, I assume, by you know, being 
because I've seen you run your part of the drag show at Mickey's, yeah. like you and your element, and you are like uh, like a first AD off. Yeah. on a set. You are making sure everything gets into place. You are, you know, making sure people hit their cues. You're really yeah. doing it. Yeah. And I, I got to think that has made any stand-up environment much easier to handle because it's so bare bones. Yeah. I mean, pretty much anyone who's ever met me at either Mickey's or Hamburger Mary's would say, oh, I, I wanted to say hi, but you looked really busy. So I didn't want to bother you. <laughs> you looked that, messed a up. A friend who understands that, though, is a true friend. That's right. That's right. It's, it's like, I love that you're here, but I, I'm at work. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing about you know, working as a stage manager on a drag show or working as a comedian, people forget that their night to party and, and let go and drink and have fun is our night to work. Yes, and drink. And well. drink. <laughs> that is yes. a perk, it really is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what would you say is um, your favorite moment from your time at Mickey's? Um, and you can only name one. Or, or if, if there's too many to count, you can pick a favorite that stands out to you. I mean, or my, you could pick my, more than one. <laughs> my, my asshole response would be when I get the paycheck. Um, sure. But my good response would be, um, I mean, I love seeing the creativity, like yeah. all of the different numbers that these girls come up with, how hard they work, the the makeup, the the outfits, like it's really incredible to watch. Um, but I think even more so than that, I, you know, people that I've really connected with and just really enjoyed being around. Um, I've met some really incredible people who I love very much, you know, so it was nice to be like, oh, cool. I get to hang out with my friends and, 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 you know, get paid to, to do it, but it's still a job. Dream. It's still a shit ton of work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Well, if you love what you do, you work every day and you know. Oh, there we go. You got to write a book, El Money. <laughs> yeah, another book would be good. <laughs> Add it to the pile. Yeah. I remember going to the Mickey show and there was a, like a wire that was hanging down, like a, a light fixture or something like that. And this, why are you hanging down? Right. And <laughs> this this okay, uh i'm, I'm sorry i'll dial back this very was, tall was... this very tall curvy drag queen got her boa caught on the, oh, yeah. the light fixture That'll and happen. it kind of she stalled for a moment and then just left and continued walking down the catwalk and the boa just kind of hung there still and i remember just seeing a wave of gay men just go whoa just <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You, you never know what's going to happen. You have a lot of drunk people in the crowd. You don't know what they're going to be capable of. Um, there's all kinds of head pieces and wigs that fly off and things that get caught and zipper yeah. malfunctions and, and like a Is heel the crowd usually yelling. Everyone's pretty like, you know, yeah. it not discouraged from yelling. Right. Or no, not at all. I mean, yeah, it's, it's all hooting and hollering. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's, and you know, the music is loud and it's blaring and, and depending on the queen. And most of the performers are lip syncing, right? Yes, most yeah. of, I mean, there definitely are girls who are really good singers who like yeah. to sing live, but 90% of it is is lip syncing. Yeah. Um, but it's, the crowds are, it's like comedy. You don't know what it's going to be like. Sometimes they're just really mellow and kind of meh. And then sometimes they're on fire and they're tipping like crazy. It kind of, it just, it depends on, um, if we have like the most current girls from like the current season, if one of those girls come in, they all get excited. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yes. Eureka's here. Or whoever, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when my nightmare starts where I get 800 people coming up to me saying, oh, I know so-and-so. So I need a front row seat. And right. um, I'm like, girl, no one said shit to me. So yeah. <laughs> no, I can't tell you how many times. <laughs> Well, so she said that she was going to put me on her list and I'll be like, okay. And then I go ask the queen. She's like, I have no idea who that is <laughs> all the time. Well, as someone who has satires in Hollywood, I know it's shocking. Honest. Yeah. This is not the town I grew up in <laughs> where we tell the, we say what the truth is and we say <laughs> what we mean. That's yeah. correct. And when we say, I totally am going to come to your show, we always show up. 
Well, no, what I, when I say that I do mean it, I might not show up, but I mean it when I say it. Yeah. Yeah. In the moment, which is not a lie. That's true. In that moment, I Mm -hmm. thought I would go when the moment to get in my car came, I changed my mind (laughs) or something happened and I just couldn't. Oh my God, sorry. You know, the thing. Oh, uh, you know, I was actually on my way, but never mind. Well, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. I'm just blown away that some guys got it. Luke, you and I have sat so many rooms. Can you believe what Sam's saying about like these people just like dying to sit in front? You know exactly. Wait, no one wants to sit in front at a comedy show, do they? I know. I'm just blown away by that. (laughs) Some people really want that. And that is rarely good. Yeah. 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 It's either want to sit in front. You're like, Uh this could go badly or you're just a nice nerdy comedy fan. Yeah. Yeah. One of two days. Yeah, it's a red flag either way. The uh... <laughs> I I try not to put anyone in the front row that will draw so much attention that the sh- the whole show becomes about that every them. Has to roast them. Yes, I you know a lot of people like putting and I'll say it, uh, attractive women up front, and I say put them in the second row so not every comic is going. Whoa, hey. <laughs> and a lot of the women comics do a lot of the hey look at these two and i'm talking about your front uh, <laughs> yeah. wow that was a well-constructed thought-out joke <laughs> yeah yeah well you gotta see these guys at the comedy store i mean some of the stuff they come up with they're like what do you do for a living <laughs> Oh jeez, yeah. that is goes wild. unbelievable. Fresh yeah, takes. so wild. Mm-hmm. So, so <laughs> Sam, lit. are you on a date? How long have you been together? <laughs> right. Yes, and and yeah, you're not laughing. The problem must lie with you. <laughs> That's it. Which is a nice way. Mm-hmm. Of, oh, look, you guys, that was funny. Right. Which, Which never works. Ever. I'm guilty of, and but when I do it, it's good. <laughs> it's with such style and finesse that it's yeah yeah that's why they call me finesse Mitchell. yes uh so sam uh i've noticed uh before the pandemic you were doing these road shows with drag queens and uh i know sometimes you go to palm springs and i might have heard you going to other places. How has your experience been uh, performing, not just performing with drag queens, but taking it outside of Los Angeles? Um, I mean, I got really strong doing that, um, especially in Palm Springs, because if you're, so oftentimes I would just open the drag show and I'd be the only comic and me being a straight girl, all of a sudden, wait, why is there this straight girl with the microphone trying to get me to stop drinking and pay attention? Who the hell is she? Like, you had to fight. You had to really earn it. And um, you had to really kind of speak the language, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like Literally, yeah. Yeah. Speak the language, so to speak. Yeah. (laughs) I I would... I was listening to your um, to your album, uh, which we'll talk more about uh, for sure. Uh, and I meant to listen to it. I just uh, something came up. I just, but Stuart, you were saying, <laughs> yeah. The, uh, uh, you know, the album's called "Only Like It When It's Raining Men." Uh, people should go get it. It's going to be a special very soon on Amazon Prime. That's a funny we'll, title. We'll it's, it's actually only happy when it's raining. Oh, only happy. Men. Excuse me. Only happy when it's raining men. How yeah. dare you, Stuart? I thought we'll, we were we'll edit that in post. Uh, I won't. Uh, that's, that's cause editing's my job. Yeah. So, uh, we will, um, we'll talk about that more, but you, in the album, you have a lot of, you know, I don't, I don't know what to call this lingo, but I guess I could say LGBTQ friendly lingo or like ally lingo. What do you call it? Um, you mean just kind of like, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, but like, if I, if I like, yes, bitch, or yes, or queen or things sure. like that. Well, yeah. I think there, I think there's a little bit of that, and there's a little bit of like showbiz lingo that's mm-hmm. mixed into it. It's sort of like the you language seem like of drag not culture. a cop. Not a cop. <laughs> I I would not be a cop. No. Yeah. It's um, like the language of drag culture. Yeah, I mean, there's phrases. There are certain phrases. There are certain expressions that are certainly more popular now because of RuPaul's Drag Race. Totally. Um, but I remember. Okay. Okay. That was Laganja Estranja. Thanks, girl. Um, uh, for example, though, so sometimes like I would forget 
that certain things that I would say, cause I'm around, you know, my crazy, wonderful group of friends. We all have our own little language and we, and as, as in any group of friends, you all have your catchphrases and your little inside references and stuff like that. But sometimes I have to remind myself, oh, not everyone's going to get what that means. Um, like a perfect example was I was at Flappers just a while ago. I was at Flappers in Burbank and I was doing a show and this woman sitting in the front had this big, beautiful, like leopard coat. It was a really nice coat. Yeah. And I said to her, I said, oh girl, I am not mad at that jacket. And she said, oh my God, why would you be mad at me? What's, why are you mad? <laughs> she got uh, worried. She got upset. And I said, was oh. she even listening? I know, but I said, let me translate that to straight. I enjoy your jacket. You know, yeah. I like it. And you have to forget, you forget that. They're just a plain ordinary people in Burbank. Yeah, I know. Salt of the earth. <laughs> yeah. Real shit kickers. Hayseeds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Grapes of Wrath was set in Burbank. <laughs> Everyone's a Jode there. <laughs> yeah, that there is a. I mean, there is a clear lingo to that world, and um, but you've you you really have embraced that world as your own because you're just you're enmeshed with it, yeah. uh, and I think that's. Can you tell me about that moment? Because you perform on all kinds of shows, but a lot of the shows that you do are with drag queens and you know queer performers. Can you tell me about that moment where you started to shift more towards that? Um, I think it just kind of happens. Um, it, it wasn't like a, um, this is my, my specific goal. Cause when I started comedy, I just wanted to work. I just wanted to do shows. I just wanted to get good, you know? Yeah. Um, and then opportunities just kind of came about, um, from my friends, from people who I just loved in real life. And they were like, Oh, come, you know, like when I was, uh, when I opened for the first, it's all about connections. <laughs> it's very that it's all we, you know, we get all of our gigs from other comics and from yeah. friends. And, um, but you know, I would be mm -hmm. opening the show in Palm Springs and then a guest performer, um, someone who I love dearly. He's one of my favorite humans on this planet, Chad Michaels. Mm -hmm. So like Chad was in Palm Springs one day. He's like, oh, I didn't know you do stand up. That was, do you want to come open my show in San Diego? I was like, yes, I do. So that, you know, kind of spreads. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you got to drag yourself to San Diego. And <laughs> hey, yo. hey yo. one of my favorite places, Urban Moe's. They, they, they were doing it every Wednesday. It was just such, that crowd was fire. Like, wow. It urban was those, yeah it was one of those places where i felt like they were excited to have me as opposed to wait what there's a comic like they actually knew i was gonna be yeah there. speaking of san diego i always liked Lestats for that reason i have i been there i think i think i've been there like a theater next to a coffee shop that yeah. was very good yeah. yeah it's a yeah it's a good mm -hmm. spot for sure um the uh i was i'm curious in you are in most metropolitan areas sam is there like mostly one major like drag like friendly performance space or is it just or are there multiple i don't know like the map of that yeah usually there's multiple um okay. like it, like west hollywood for example you know you've kind of got that main strip on santa monica boulevard and you yeah. have several different bars um several which have closed due to covid which mm -hmm. is heartbreaking yeah. um but oh you mean closed permanently yeah like oh bummer gone. that sucks it yeah. like it really sucks because those were staples in the community that are just gone and who knows what's going to happen you want to say some shout outs rips rest in peace revolver and flaming saddles and rage oh. and gold I by, yeah i passed by all of those they, they yeah, they're fun well, there was one guy, apparently one guy owned a bunch of them. He just decided I can't do it and just closed all of them. Oh, so I see. I'm hoping and Understandable. I mean, this year has been a dumpster fire. Oh, yes, dumpster fire. Uh -huh. That's how the, that's how the fire started. It was bad electrical. That's what happened. Ah, uh, that's good. Electricity. <laughs> We're really remembered. With it. We really are. Oh, I never forget a callback unless sometimes. Yeah. Well, you know what is one of my favorite venues ever to perform in, and I'm heartbroken that it closed. It was actually in the parking lot behind the Hollywood Improv. <laughs> I feel I, I feel like they'll be fine. <laughs> uh, no, in San Diego, there was this place called Martinis above Fourth. Okay. Um, 
just a wonderful, wonderful showroom. They do drag, they do comedy. Um, last time I was down there, I was with um, Dana Goldberg. If you know her, she's fucking hysterical. Um, okay, I'll have to look yeah, her up, so I don't know her. She sounds hilarious. She is. <laughs> um, but so they, they closed, you know, there's a handful of bars that I'm sure are Damn. not doing well down there either. Yeah, have you been able to do like these kind of like drag shows where you're doing comedy opening up outside of like Southern California? Where have, yeah. Um, it's, it honestly feels like a lifetime ago. Right. It really does. I'm like, God, where have I, where have I been? But, um, yeah, I mean, anytime, probably the most fun that I've had doing that was in Dallas. Um, there's this place called the Rose Room. Okay. And it was just <laughs> electric. Uh, yes. It was just, it was so great. I had, you know, all of a lot of my um, Jasmine Masters actually. I asked her about it and she was like, yeah, I'll put in a good word for you. Um, and when I got there, the queen, um, her name is Cassie, who was Cassie Nova, I believe. I haven't seen okay. her. Hmm. Lovely. Um, but I, uh, I, I showed up and, sh and I think she was like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, I think she was kind of like, mm. I don't know who this is and am I going to let her do a spot on my show? But she was like, well, just come hang out. So I just went backstage and, and just started shooting the shit with all the girls. And she's like, oh my God, you're actually really funny. I said, yeah, I know. I told you that. <laughs> like, yeah. And she said, will you come back tomorrow and do a spot? I said, absolutely. Oh, cool. And it was so fun because it was just, it was a big room and it was packed and they, they, you can tell they had never really seen a comic like that in that space. And so they were living for it. And I did all of my jokes that I knew would land really well. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, you, you walk this very, this very intriguing line of like, you know, this comic, the comedian with comedic sensibilities who knows not just, you know, stand up lingo, but also knows the, you know, this, this world you're of drag. You're two different worlds. Let's yeah. face it. <laughs> I, and, and I don't know if, I mean, I, I hesitate to say if there's anyone really like you. I mean, you've brought, you know, my girlfriend and our, you know, uh, dear person, Anna, into the world of that uh, to a degree. And you two have you know, done some really fun, you know, joke writing for drag queens when they sh when they show up on RuPaul's Drag Race or when they do that haters roast around the country. Um, but you know, is there anyone, do you have any other like uh, compatriots in this realm that you walk between? And we're also alone. <laughs> um, Is there like uh, a New York version of you? Um, Ooh, yes. Yeah, a doppeldragger. I, I met a girl who was the New York version of me. She wasn't a comic, though. Okay. Um, we uh, were actually at a Tori Amos show, and we were just talking, and somehow drag got brought up. She's Name like, drop. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. Tori Amos. Oh, wow. um, God, I've been seeing Tori shows for years. But anyway, um, Emma Wig. Emma Wig. Sorry, uh, that's it, a joke for Stuart's lineage. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry, I can't be pretty and smart. I didn't. <laughs> I can. <laughs> <laughs> and you do it so well. Uh, well, some guys got it. You know what I mean? I said this was years ago. I said to my boss once, I can't be pretty and smart. He said, well, which one are you? I said, damn it. You really threw it up for a it in the net. There was another time that a short bus like rolled up in the parking lot and he said, Sam, your ride's here. I'm like, oh man. Okay, what were we talking about? Oh, fire. Uh, yeah. So um, uh, it's my friend, Mary Kirk. And she said, oh, well, you know, my best friend, I work for a drag queen. I was like, what? And it turns out that um, she works for Thorgy Thor. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I bet you. So we, of course, know all the same people. Right. And so we were like, wait, you're the East Coast version of me. Yeah. Um, but Anna, cool. Anna has a friend in um, Oregon who does all the drag shows. Oh, you know what? That's right. I, I can't believe I'm I'm being so silly. Like, yeah, teats. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I te can't te believe you're being so silly either, Stuart. Yeah, I um Jessica, yeah, but it's, right? She stayed at our place. Elizabeth, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, teats. yeah, she shout was out, great. Shout out to Elizabeth Teats. Um, yeah, I, I, th I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Teats does that with um, a great queen. Uh, his name is Anthony Hudson and he goes by um, 
I'm gonna have to. I'll, I'll put in. I'll put in the intro because I, I want to keep the conversation going, uh, or we'll drop it in a real, real <laughs> lame way, just like yeah. wall. <laughs> later. I would in the, say uh, there are two girls that are here that they do like a lot of sketch. I don't know yeah. if they do straight stand up much, but um, Nadia Ginsburg and Devin Green. I don't um, know them, but uh, it's good. To, it's good hilarious. to know those other people. Yeah. They're they're like really, you know. In, deep in, in the world too and they work yeah. with a lot of the girls and they're both incredibly fabulous and wonderfully talented so Very there's, cool. there's a few of us there's a small handful of us just not a lot yeah i remember the drag queen name up in oregon it's carla rossi she is a this sort of <laughs> uh, she's a scary uh clown kind of drag queen Ooh, uh, she does it. a lot of horror related stuff so i love it people carla rossi carla rossi that's funny yeah uh and she's fantastic uh i think when Anna and I went to see you at DragCon a couple years back. Um, Carla happened to be there. Uh, Yeah, at the LA Convention Center. It's crazy. Uh, Maybe you could tell people about that, uh, Sam, because like that is DragCon. I mean, I feel like most conventions are a little bit overwhelming, but like DragCon is just this. It's like Comic Con. It's like Comic Con for drag. Yeah. yeah. It's that big. It's at the, the big room at the LA Convention Center. It used yeah. to be in the smaller room. They had to move it to the bigger room. I mean, people fly in from all over the country. Wow. Um, and they can meet their favorite drag queens and they can buy, you know, all the, the merchandise and the and there's artwork and there's local artists and it's it's really cool. I mean, I remember this year it was wild because they canceled it was supposed to be in March. Yeah. Or no, I'm sorry, it was supposed to be in May. And they canceled it in April. And we remember thinking, oh, come on. It's a month away. We'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> we could have been. Could I know, right? We could have been fine. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's, yeah, that, that brings us up an interesting topic. How are you um, oh, hanging or how are, how are you hanging with your drag friends or experiencing your drag friends now? I mean, I'm not, I haven't seen many of the people who I used to see on a weekly basis, multiple times a week, mm-hmm. you know, cause I also, sucks. I started, yeah, it sucks. Um, Sorry. Uh, we're all isolated from people that we love for the most yeah. part. Yeah. Um, but it was for me, I was like, I, I was overwhelmed with it cause I started um, booking the shows for Ross as well. So I was constantly, you know, bombarded with, Hey girl, can I work? You know, I was like putting, yeah other shows and it was i was always talking to everybody what's your you know i wonder how lonely bookers are now i know i don't know yeah we talked with uh amy hawthorne last week about and she was like wow my phone has never been quieter (laughs) i know it's wild isn't it you figure out i mean it's interesting to see the people that you do stay in touch with yeah over a period like this Mm -hmm. you know there's people who will message once a month maybe and then there's people who you talk to more than you know more than others i've muted stewart but everyone else i'm pretty <laughs> in contact with it's because i blow up his phone so much yeah, yeah like he, he texts like once every few days and that is honestly too, too much. much i need to draw a line yeah, yeah. Stuart, you gotta play a little harder to get uh, yeah toisty yeah. <laughs> yeah. i have i have never been uh one to thirst uh yeah. the right way one to yeah. thirst I like <laughs> you need to slake your thirst yeah i <laughs> so has uh has this time away so, from performing been uh has it made you rethink how you would want to come back to the world of stand-up and performing on drag shows um yeah well i mean i think this is all making all of us question every life decision we've ever made you know and this has put things into perspective of oh wow what's important what oh I, yeah what i, I have no skills <laughs> i'm like pretty funny and that's it <laughs> right. like i'm not i'm not the best i'm not hilarious but i'm just like pretty funny and i have nothing else going you can seat a mean room you know you can really, really not walk. yeah i can but that's not applicable anymore yeah mm. uh, i know there's not really like a, a zoom seating chart no um yeah not yet mm, not yet give it time i i don't know we're gonna Ugh. There's going to be a lot of new normals for a while, that's for sure. Oh, gosh. Post-COVID. Right? <laughs> like, if, if we were in the normal world right now, 
I would love to be out there. I would be hitting the ground so hard. I would be at every club I could get into trying to promote. Mm-hmm. Club, I, I want to go to club vaccine. No, I know. <laughs> I will line up early for that one. Fucking put it in. Put it in yeah. me. Put it in. That's not the first time I've said that at a club, am I? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, how else Help did you do the job? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. The the store hires cabin boys. <laughs> That's that just was... a nice term for pool boy. It's yeah. like a door guy or a, <laughs> a cabin boy. Yeah. That's... Where's my uh, Where's my store uniform? It's like there's no shirts here. Yeah. <laughs> no pants either. <laughs> Well, there's shirts, but no pants, like Donald Duck. Oh, good old Yeah, Donald. and then yeah. you say, like, hello, sailor. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you poo bear it. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That was the first, when I moved to L.A., I came, officially, I came by the comedy store. It was, like, a Saturday night, and the first show I saw there was Sean Polofsky's Bathhouse show. Oh, I love Sean so much. Yeah, Sean. Sean's a lo- lovely comic lovely woman and uh but her show on on the show was margaret Cho, and she was nice. slowly but surely stripping off all her clothes to show off all the tattoos that oh, she I had. was there that night i saw that there? like she made her her two ass cheeks jiggle so that the two you were there yes i was totally there yeah there were two faces on her ass cheeks and when she jiggled her cheeks it looked like they were like having a conversation Oh no. And there was another wave of gay men. They were, whoa. Oh, completely. <laughs> That's wow. so funny you were there. Yeah. Well, I I look forward to when we come back. I look forward to hearing about you uh you know traveling, you know, the country and the world with these other drag queens. Cause I feel like this is a really I mean, it's such a it's such a perfect place where I, I can I, I can see you and you know a drag queen just kind of like you know, taking, you know, the country and the world by storm, um, you know, just hey. showing two sides of the, the same I can point. totally see that too, or whatever. Well, I know it's <laughs> what you think about late at night before you're, you go to and bed. And early in the morning. That yeah. is sweet. Oh my gosh. Yeah. First thought, last thought. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what was a really cool experience though, was um, I toured with a few girls in Australia oh, and wow. we got to do a show at the actual bar where they filmed Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Wow. Oh, fun. That was really cool. That was really cool. I was like, cool. that was really exciting. And it was a, mm-hmm. a great group. Um, and I was just really it's lucky. It's like their equivalent of Hollywood. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, thanks for letting the girl tag along. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I have a, I have one more question that is apropos of nothing uh, okay, before we talk it. about the album. Sam, oh, I hear me. you're a huge okay. fan of sharks. Yes. And I want, and I want to know why. Uh, why not? San Jose Sharks? No. <laughs> no. no. Is that hockey? Is that hockey? It is. Oh my yeah. God, I get points for that. Yes, you do. You get one goal. Thank you. hey oh, because that's what yes. it's called. In yes. And in there's three a periods. I know yeah. that. God, I'm doing good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just kind of, I mean, growing up, I, you know, every other little girl wanted to watch the princess movies and everything. I wanted to watch National Geographic. I don't know. I just love animals and especially marine life. I just kind of was born that way. I don't know okay. why. That's um, amazing. Yeah. Gaga. But, yeah. <laughs> Very that. I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, oh, but actually, speaking of the store, I was um, talking to Dean Del Rey one day. Candles lit. It was lit. <laughs> And he showed me footage. He's like, oh yeah, I went cage diving and it was the coolest thing. And and when he spoke about it, he just lit up. I'm like, this must be freaking amazing. And I I love great whites. They're my favorite. So I thought, okay, cool. Well, let me figure it out. And I just did some research and it turns out that there was a company that goes from San Diego to Guadalupe Island. That's where they film all the shark week stuff. Um, And I actually, I wound up going with Chad Michaels. Speaking of Chad, I went with him and his partner, Adam, and we had the most amazing time there's nothing more incredible in the world than when a 15 foot great white shark looks you dead in the eyes and they lock eyes with you they are intensely intelligent they're very graceful they're beautiful oh my god it was life-changing is there any is there any fear involved when you do the cage dive not for me okay I mean, there, a lot of people are like, oh my God, you're insane. I would never do that. But then they would jump out of a plane, which That's I would mm. do. Okay. So there, there are, you know, it's just, you know, you're the wonder and the exhilarating fear stuff. It's just placed in different spots. Yeah. I mean, I, 
it's not that I'm horrified of the plane. It's just, it doesn't sound fun to me. And like, it sure. sounds more nerve wracking than fun, sure. um, which people could say about It's that. not fun, but it is exhilarating. I'm sure, have you done it? Oh, yes. I've done it twice. And you loved it. Yeah, it, I love it. But I don't it know is if like... I would love it. I'd say <laughs> love it, but I definitely was affected. Okay. Yeah. I can, yeah. yeah, I can't say I love it the way you love expressed sharks. loving shark you diving. Freak. But I will say I'm glad I did it. Yeah. And I think I would, I wouldn't be surprised. I would if, go cage. I would go in a cage and yeah. the water. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I don't want to free dive with a white shark. Yeah. Um, yeah. I assume, I assume you have scuba gear also, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was great because the cage itself was still attached to the boat. So we were only maybe 10 feet down. Yeah. Uh, so you didn't even have to be certified, which was That's great. Cool. Great. Yeah. Um, but I did free dive with whale sharks and that uh, was incredible. They're beautiful. They're huge. massive, massive. They're twice as big as the, as the whites. Wow. Amazing. That's so cool. Well, yeah. uh, well, here's to uh, more diving with sharks in the future and uh, more touring with fabulous Queens uh, going yeah. forward. Uh, yeah, Sam, what a life. Right. Yeah. I want to yeah. be, I want to be old. Well, bye. Have a good one. <laughs> Um, Sam, <laughs> Sam, uh, the album is called only happy when it's raining men, and it's going to be a special, uh, so coming out soon. When, when does the special come out? January 12th, January 12th. Oh. And it's on Amazon prime. Yeah. It's on all kinds of pretty much everything. <laughs> yeah. Anywhere where you can download. Okay. Beautiful. Anywhere streaming or download. Um, it's on Comcast as well. I think direct TV might do some sort of pay-per-view thing. I mean, it's all on my Instagram at the Samantha Hale. Great. Um, Daily Motion. Was that? Daily Motion. <laughs> it can't be on Quibi or CISO, but. Oh, I don't think it's on that. Okay. Well, it's it's going to be in most places where people get their get yeah, their their videos probably. and uh, follow Sam. I have a I have a laptop by Roku. Is that something? <laughs> no, you're okay. on a timeout. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so very cool. So um, at the Samantha Hales, where you can find that information, uh, it's coming out on January 12th. This comes out uh, before that. So get excited for that and get the album so people can, uh, so you can listen to it and then see it to believe it. Yeah. The album is actually right now it's available on iTunes because initially it was just going to be an album and I did it with on tour records who are absolutely amazing. Oh, great. Um, yeah, but then I was like, well, wait a minute. I filmed it too. And let's kind of, maybe I can really make something of this. And awesome. luckily Comedy Dynamics was like, yeah, we like it, which is amazing because they're just such a- That's great. Yeah, they're a good company. They're yeah. Very cool. Well, that's so awesome, Sam. It's been lovely chatting with you and so good to see you uh, in the way that we can see each other. Thanks and, for having uh, me. Yes, yeah. because and, of uh, COVID. <laughs> and, oh, I forgot uh, about that. That's what it is. Yes, oh, yeah. that's why it's been such a fire in a dumpster. In fact, ah, uh, yes, makes yes. sense. Well, wow. thanks for listening. What the fuckers? We love you, and thank you to our guest Sam Hale. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.